The Carolina Hurricanes are kicking off training camp this morning at PNC Arena. So while they're doing that, we are going to recap the Carolina Hurricanes offseason on this episode of Locked on Hurricanes. Your Locked on Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm your host, Jared Ellis, and you are listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, I'd like to thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen of this Thursday morning. And don't forget to follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. Myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96 and subscribe to the show on YouTube. And as I mentioned, the Carolina Hurricanes are kicking off training camp this morning. And that's actually underway right now. And we will be recapping the first day of training camp later on this evening once everything is wrapped, obviously. And details start to emerge of just what what happened today. So we'll go over that later on today in another episode. But in the meantime, we're going to recap the Carolina Hurricanes offseason and give a few predictions of what we could potentially see in this upcoming season. And this idea is coming from the Carolina Hurricanes team reporter and show alum, Walt Ruff. He put out an amazing article last night recapping the Carolina Hurricanes offseason. So Definitely go read that for the full story. I'm just going to be hitting key points here and things that I took away from it. So go read uh, that article. is really good stuff. It was really helpful for me because it was stuff that there's stuff in there that I didn't remember happened. Um, so definitely go read that. Uh, but in diving on into this, we're go- first going to look at the names that left and the names that are coming in or came in rather so the folks that are gone uh in memoriam uh for three of them except for one uh nina niederreiter signed in nashville we talked about that the other day uh when don waddell talked about him at the 5k really wants to was really disappointed that he wasn't able to get him back and that you know he hopes to be able to get him back one day uh, i think really everyone would be happy about that of getting nino back at some point whether it be free agency trade wh- what have you uh but nino niederreiter is now gone vincent trocek is also gone he signed a big long-term deal with the new york rangers waddell at that 5k said that trocek wasn't going to be back he Raleigh wasn't for him. Uh, he wanted to be in a big city and he wasn't going to be back. Uh, I, I did speculate the other day on whether or not they potentially, if that was the case, come trade deadline, if they knew they weren't going to be able to get anything done. At that point, did they shop him around to see what they could potentially get for him so they didn't come away empty handed? Like, what ended up being the case, but yeah, he's another one that is gone. 
Stephen Lawrence is now gone. He is now in San Jose. He came, he left in that Brent Burns trade. It's now out there in Southern California. Uh, obviously wishing him all the best out there. I know that was one while folks were very excited for Burns to come in. And they were also very disappointed that Lawrence is now gone. Uh, a lot of folks loved him. He has a lot of upside, could, could potentially be a really key piece for San Jose uh, going forward uh, in his career. Uh, again, wishing him all of the best. And then the one uh, that we're going to breeze on by is Tony D'Angelo was negotiating rights for a trade to Philly, and he signed there. So he is now in his hometown. Uh, but the guy, those are all of the names that are now gone, uh, or at least the bigger names. I know Lawrence was not mentioned in that article, but I know a lot of folks really do like Stephen Lawrence and are going to be following his career there in San Jose now. So I did want to m- mention him as well. But... We now also have some extensions. Ethan Bear signed his extension. He was one that I was kind of questioning of whether or not they would be bringing him back because he, as a whole, did not have a great season, did not live up to the expectations that were had for him. Uh, And everyone kind of agrees of what went wrong for him. And that was, you know, when he, uh, went out with COVID, you know, on their only California uh, road trip in San Jose, actually uh, stuck in a hotel room for quite a while and had the effects of long term COVID uh, hampering his season because before, you know, he was looking really good. But, you know, after that, not so much. And then, you know, he didn't play at all in the playoffs. And I personally thought that was very telling for his future with the team in that he didn't play at all during the playoffs. And I figured that kind of signaled the end for him, but ended up not being the case. He's back. Uh, so obviously, you know, hoping good for him this year that he can bounce back. And another one that got his extension done was Martin Natchez. And he was one that it took a, quite a while for his extension to get done. And, yeah, it was one that you know, we all kind of figured, like, all right, it's probably going to happen. But like, what's going on here? Because it did take a very long time for his extension to get done. And I think it, you know, because he is one with such an upside. But like Bear, he didn't have the best season. And I think, you know, the Hurricanes were in the camp of what have you done for me lately? And it wasn't much. And and they're also like, all right, he does have this upside. We don't want to lose him, you know, because he can be a real big key piece going forward. But, you know, it eventually got done. He got that bridge deal that we were all kind of speculating that he would get, that Andre Sveshnikov would have got last offseason, but he just went ahead and got his big boy, uh, big extension. So, you know, it's that stuff is done now. And now we have the name the new folks as well. We have um, previously mentioned Brent Burns coming over uh, in a train along with Elaine Patterson. Also in that deal, San Jose ended up retaining some salary for Brent Burns. 
which you kind of figure they'd have to do because of his salary is pretty hefty. So, you know, I think a lot of folks are very, very excited about him being here. I think he's the one that a lot of folks are talking about of what he can do. A lot of folks are predicting, you know, big, not necessarily breakout seasons because he is a stud defenseman. He's one of Norris and everyone knows what he can do. It's not a breakout season, but, you know, uh almost a return to form i guess you would say but even then you know you look at him last year you have 54 points you know on a really bad san jose team you know folks are expecting it again not necessarily a breakout or a return season but you know they're expecting big things from him this year i am i think he's gonna thrive here you know that's something that's been echoed by walt ruff like by mac maniscalco here on the show that a lot of folks are you know they're expecting that from him this year and you know, yeah he's 37 years old but he's one that takes really good care of himself and you know here you know we have great training staff great facilities uh and you know great medical facilities you know should you know anything happen you know he's going to be really taken care of you know like you know another one that came in max petretti you know a lot of that was another one a lot of folks were looking forward to him coming and they still are of course don't get me wrong but you know he came over in trade from vegas along with dylan Coglin, uh for essentially nothing at all uh i think it was a conditional fourth round pick if i remember correctly but again, basically nothing. You know, they really forced uh, Vegas's hand on that because of Vegas's cap situation. And you know, a lot of folks were looking forward to him. You know, really bringing some offense here. Uh, we've talked about it a lot in the postseason and regular season too of uh, how the offense just kind of dries up and nothing there. And Patch Ready, yeah. He's got to help with that, uh, but now he won't be helping with that until probably about late January, early February, should everything go right for him. And because he tore his Achilles and you know, he's not on the training camp roster. So, you know, but we know why for him. We know why. Uh, and we'll get him back. Uh, Mike Maniscalco, uh, pointed out uh, when he was on the show that it'd essentially be like a trade deadline pickup, you know, kind of time frame wise for him. So it's not like he comes back at like the tail end of the season or anything. You know, he still gets you know, a decent chunk here uh, with the team. It would be very interesting to see how that goes. Again, we already talked about Brent Burns and Lane Pedersen. We also had a couple free agent pickups, Andre Kasha. He is now a Carolina Hurricane, and that's one that a lot of people have uh, glossed over. There's someone I've glossed over. I forget, like, oh, yeah, he's on the team now. Uh, and uh, I remember when that happened, you know, talking with JD from Lockdown Ducks. I remember back, it was either a first or second season of Lockdown Hurricanes. You know, it was around the trade deadline. I, like, oh, you know, you know, maybe you know, he comes to Carolina. Maybe you know, Anaheim and Carolina get a trade done for him. And then he signs here. I'm like, ah, 
I told you he would be a hurricane. We're just a little late on it, but yeah, he is now a member of the Carolina Hurricanes. So it, that's going to be a fun one to watch. Uh, again, I know JD from Locked On Ducks is uh, going to enjoy that. Uh, and then finally, we have Paul Statsny uh, coming over. He was the most recent addition. Uh, and, you know, one that, you know, you look at his deal, like one year, 1.5 uh, million. A lot of folks are like, oh, that's a steal. And, you know, he's got, yeah, he is older, uh, but he's one like Brent Burns. He is still able to get out there and produce, put up points, put the puck in the back of the net. And really the only concern I've seen with folks, you know, of him coming in is can he keep up? you know, in terms of his skating speed. I think, you know, maybe at the start of the season, you'll see, you know, him maybe struggle a little bit. Uh, but as time goes on, he'll fit in, get used to it. Because, you know, we saw the same thing from Brendan Smith last year. Um, you know, kind of at the start of the season, he looked a little out of place, not able to keep up. And, you know, kind of sticking out like a sore thumb. And, but yeah, you know, as the season went on, yeah, you know, he actually went down with that skull fracture, and you know, he came back and he looked uh, a lot better. And I, I expect you know something like that, you know, especially you know with really all the new guys coming in. Really, I could see that being the case of like because of Rod system and how fast they skate and how hard they skate. Uh, that you know. At first, some of these new additions could struggle to keep up, especially some of the older guys. I could see that being the case. And then just as time goes on, you know, they they get used to it and uh, you know, get where they need to be. I could see that being the case. But, you know, we also have a few PTOs as well that we want to talk about. And we'll talk about more uh more about those guys and what we can expect from them right after this quick break. Now, folks, Bet Online is the place to go if you're wanting to place your bets. Pro and college football season is underway. The Carolina Hurricanes opening night is less than a month away. Now, it'll be here before we know it. And again, Bet Online is the place to be for all of your sports betting needs. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your sports betting information. Find the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, Bet Online remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. Again, Carolina Hurricanes season is right around the corner. If you're a Panthers fan, they got you covered. If you're a Wolfpack fan, they got you covered. If for some reason you're a Tar Heels fan, they got you covered. They are the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including MLB, MMA, boxing, golf, wrestling, whatever. They're there for you. So head over to betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Now, folks, again, I mentioned there's a few guys on PTOs, professional tryouts, and that is Derek Stepan, Calvin DeHaan, and Gregory 
Dronov. Dronov. Struggling with the pronunciation there. I do apologize. I know I butchered it. <laughs> but yeah, these guys are on PTOs. Yeah, we've speculated on whether or not you know we could see these guys slotting into the lineup uh and getting themselves a contract. And you know, I you know, I think that there is at least for Stepan and Dahan, I think there is chances for them. I do. And with, oh, and another name I just totally remembered that we got back now is Ryan Dezingle. He signed a one-year two-way deal. So he's another guy that came back uh, and is a new addition. Uh, but, you know, he's, like Calvin Dahan knows the system. Yes, there's been some coaching changes since then, but you know, as all, he's one that knows the system, and I'm not overly concerned about him struggling to fit or anything like that. But again, you know, a a PTO, you know, these guys, you know, they don't have contracts or anything like that right now. But I do think, again, first step on and Dahan, I do think that there is a legitimate shot of them getting deals. I don't see. I think the most likely option, you know, these contracts, I could potentially see them being two way contracts. Uh, and I think that would be the most likely uh, because you figure, like, obviously, step on, he isn't going to be like on the second line or anything like that, but. When Pacioretty were to come back, you know, uh, yeah, that's a name like he's gonna be slotting in, and that's gonna bump somebody out. Somebody, you know, somewhere is gonna be bumped out with him coming back in. So, you know, is he, you know, scratch, you know, kind of like, you know, last year? I could potentially see that be the case of, you know, like a bargain one year deal. I could potentially see it being a two-way deal, you know, just so he's able to play. And that would probably help the salary cap as well because, once again, the Carolina Hurricanes are pressed up to the salary cap. Same with Calvin DeHaan uh, because we've talked about it at length with that third defensive pairing of all of the names they're vying uh, to get in. And obviously, you know, you figure there's probably going to be, you know, you know uh, you know, an extra guy or two, you know, again, like last year having, you know, that extra guy, I could totally see that. But again, a lot of folks, uh, vying for that spot. You got Ethan bear, Jalen Chatfield, Dylan Coglin, Calvin DeHaan, Gregory Doranov, William Lagson, and Max Lajoie. So I could definitely, uh, see, it being the case of, you know, I, I again, this is what I don't know. Uh, this is going to be a very hard, you know, I think, you know, Bear with his extension, I think he's probably going to be up there. Uh, I think, you know, Coglin, you know, he's a guy that you could uh, look for being there. And obviously, Chatfield being in the mix and then Dehan, because now those are the four names I'm looking at because Jake Gardner. It's not on that training camp roster. Uh, we talked about it before. You know, 
him potentially going back to long-term IR. So, you know, that's, you know, what we're looking at there with him. And, you know, I think those are going to be the four guys there. I think. All right. Here's my official prediction, folks. I think we are going to see a, a similar situation to last year. Three guys there on that bottom pair. I think it'll be Bear, Coglin, and Dahan. I think that's what we'll be looking at. Dahan, uh, I think it's a toss-up of whether or not it's a one or two-way deal. Uh, and I feel like yeah, he probably won it one way, yeah, you know, and just stay in the NHL. But you know, I think you know, a two-way could be done as well. Um, but yeah, you know, that's just something we'll have to wait and see. But I think that's kind of what we'll be looking at there. I think Chatfield, you know, he'll go back to AHL, stay on his two-way. Uh, I think that's what we'll be looking at there. But again, yeah, could very much have a situation like last year where, you know, he just forces, uh, you know, the staff's hand like Seth Jarvis did. But ultimately, that's what we're going to be looking at there as far as the defense. Uh, and again, yeah, it's going to be Slavin, Burns, Jay, Pesci. That's what we're going to be looking at there. Again, that bottom three, I think it'll be Bear, Coglin, and Dehan. That's what I think we'll be looking at. Uh, maybe an outside shot of Chatfield, but ultimately I think he's on that two-way deal. I think he's going to be in Chicago again, unless he just forces her hand. But we also have a very, very deep group of forwards as well, where I touched on Derek Stepan of where he could be potentially be slotting in uh, there on that bottom line. And we will dive more into the forward groups and what we're looking at there right after this quick break. Now, folks, again, you know, we got the forwards now. A lot of names there, a lot of uh, guys that are going to be vying for roster spots. Uh, you know, we already talked about, you know, Max Patrick. He ain't going to be here until late January, early February. So what we're looking at right now is, yeah, these guys right here. This is the list of, you know, the guys, you know, that you know, Walt has in his article, there's obviously a lot more guys on that training camp roster. You know, it's posted on social media on the hurt. So you guys can go check that out. We'd be here a long time if we were to go through that entire training camp roster. And I butcher a lot of names. Let's be honest. So Sebastian Aho, yes, Rafa, Seth Jarvis, Andre Kasha. Yes, Spiri Kotniemi, Jordan Martin, Martin H's, Jordan Stahl, Paul Statsy, Andre Sveshkov, Tevo, Teravina. Those are the guys you know they're going to be on the roster. So it's you know the last three spots. Uh, and you got Jack Jury, Ryan Dezingle, Stefan Nazen, Lane Pedersen, Derek Stefan, and Malte Stromwall. Excuse me. Uh, this is an interesting one. Uh, as to what we could potentially be looking at uh, as far as what happens. Because again, like I mentioned, someone is going to get bumped out when uh, Max Pacioretty comes back. I think, you know, we'll probably be looking at jury uh, on the center. I think step on, I think he, I think he'll be back. I, I do. You know, you kind of look at, you know, what they're working with right now. I think he'll be back. And, you know, that third spot, uh, it, 
it's an interesting one. Uh, Stefan Nazan, you know, is a guy that, you know, a lot of focusing his praises of down the AHL of, uh, of what he's been able to accomplish there, you know, being a really, uh, really, really good player. So I think, you know, he's a guy that you could potentially see. And I do think Ryan Dezingle, I think, I think, you know, he's the guy that you could potentially see, see back. I, I really do. He's on that two way deal. Uh, so, you know, you can maybe see him uh, coming back uh, up here. So, and then, you know, when Patrick comes back, easy to, you know, just slot him back uh, down to Chicago or keep him up as a scratch, whatever it may be. But I think, you know, that bottom line, you know, you'll be looking at um, Jury, Stepan, and Dezingle. That's what I think. I think ultimately they're going to go with the Zingle just for the experience. Again, Nazan, you know, he could be, you know, a scratch, um, you know, kind of like how things were for a little bit last year. Uh, and, you know, we'll just have to wait and see as far as, you know, what's, what's going to go on, um, you know, because training camp just started this morning. You know, roster cuts are going to happen. Folks are going to get sent back to where they came from. It's going to happen, you know, and you never know what's going to happen in training camp. You know, again, you know, I keep going back to it. a lot of folks keep going back to it, not just here on this show, is that of Seth Jarvis last year of just forcing their hand, um, keeping him up in the NHL. Don't know what's going to happen, but obviously we will talk about whatever does happen here on Locked on Hurricanes. So in the meantime, make sure you follow Locked on Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. Myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96 and subscribe to the show on YouTube. And I will talk to you guys later today when we recap day one of training camp. You guys enjoy your Thursday and I will talk to you later tonight.